Tandem Nomads, episode 85. Nomad Nation, this is a very, very special episode as we're celebrating on this week that we're publishing this episode, the week of the November 16, 2017. We are celebrating the second anniversary of Tandem Nomads. And I'm so grateful to all of you um, who've been listening for so long who are part of Tandem Nomads Facebook group. I've been launching a little survey asking you what you would like to have for this special episode. And you, all of you in majority have been expressing the wish to have a little review of what has happened in the two past years in the life of Tandem Nomads. So I'm very happy to share this with you. And I will thank you for this opportunity because I realize that it's an amazing opportunity to actually reflect and sit down and think about all of what has happened and uh, and I'm looking forward to share that with you. So just for those of you who just arrived uh, and are just listening for the first time to this episode, Tanam Nomads is a podcast show and an online platform with an online community and resources and support um, designed to help the spouses of expats, the expat partners, turn their career challenges when they move from a country to another into a successful portable business. I am a marketing and a business coach and I help expert partners build their portable business. So if you go to tandemnomads.com, you will be able to find a free guidebook that will help you go step-by-step through the main questions you need to answer to build your portable business. So make sure to go there if you're interested in the topic. And today, um, I will be here by myself sharing with you some of the highlights of Tandem Nomads in two years and what has happened and how I managed to achieve that. So really what I actually want to share here with you is not only the highlights. What I want to do is while sharing the highlights, share with you what could help you achieve the same goals and achieve the same highlights. But I also want to try to be as authentic and transparent as possible, sharing with you also those difficult moments and the things that did not go so well and what I've learned from it. And I hope that um, through this story, I could inspire you and help you with your own business. So just a little, um, before I start with the highlights and the challenges and then the future plans of Tandem Nomads, I want to go a little bit backwards and think about how it all started very briefly. So I started Tandem Nomads while I was having my own portable business called Blink and See. As soon as I gave up my job to jump on my husband in Iran, I immediately uh, started my business in consulting. I was a consultant in marketing and branding strategies, and I've been working with a lot of companies such as in pharmaceutical industry, cosmetics, and many other industries. So um, while moving from a country to another, I just uh, realized that the expat partners, career challenges that I was battling with and um, was just not something that we even talked in my circles. And I was wondering if it was such a big topic in other circles. And I was just surprised that we were not talking enough of the career challenges of the spouses and entrepreneurship in particular as a solution. So I just wanted to create a platform where we could do that. And I have to say that the podcast was also a way for me to actually do my market research through uh, reaching out to the guests on the show and asking them questions, telling them to share their stories with us. I got to have a much better feel of the, what is needed in the field of, uh, of um, the, the, the expatriation and global nomadic life and dual career challenges. 
Um, so I started very generally in order to attract the audience. I have to say that this was one of my um, strategies was to start very broad and talk about all the topics related to career and also global nomadic life. I also brought a lot of shows relating to um, you know, how to support your kids with their education, how to deal with special needs children, how to deal with um, divorce situations. So I really wanted to cover all the basics of, um, of expatriation because here is the point. For me, it is important in order to build a successful portable business to have the foundations of a healthy life and, and that you have all what the basics covered in terms of safety net, in terms of um, knowing your skills, making sure that um, you are traveling safely. And most importantly, I'm going to hear just talk about at the end of the day, what is the real purpose of Tandem Nomads? Here is the thing. It's a beautiful life and it's an amazing life to have the chance to travel from a country to another. And if we can do it through our partner's job, it's amazing. And we should do it uh, if, if we can. It's just an amazing experience to be able to be exposed to so much culture and diversity and experiences. And for our kids also, it's, it's just a much richer life. But here's the thing, expat life is real life and sometimes things just go messy and difficult. And one of the issues that happens often is divorce. So um, for me, it's very important that expat partners are empowered, know their rights, know their duties, and know how to build their own safety net in case things go south. I know that it's not good to always think negative, but it's not in thinking negative if, if you're living your life, enjoying it fully while thinking of all the important parts that make you be able to be free and independent of your choices if at some point you are not happy with the way your life is going. So I think for me, entrepreneurship is a powerful way to empower individuals in their life and it's the right mindset to turn challenges into opportunities. So um that's my first point. I started very broad and started slowly um, focusing on more and more on the topic of entrepreneurship, bringing more and more guests who would share the deep insights and how they build their businesses. And I would also share with you my insights in terms of marketing and, and, and business development and et cetera. So through that general start, um, what was one of the first big highlights was to receive the first messages from the audience sharing with me how the podcast show and this amazing guests who came on the show um, have impacted um, their choices in their life. And I have to say that the first stories, um, I'm going to mention some names, but not for this first one, because I promised for this to be discreet about it, but um, it is such an important topic. And I know that one of the major episodes that made an impact uh, very early on the journey of Tandem Nomads is an episode where I had the chance to interview a great lawyer and a great lady from uh, the uh, family law group where she is a partner. So in this episode, she shared with us all the legal aspects and all the information to have on how to build the 
foundations of a healthy marriage and how what to do in case of um, distress and, and conflicts in the relationships and obviously in ultimate cases of divorce. So if you're interested in this topic uh, and even if you're not in general, check it out because you will learn some important information you should know about some of the legal aspects of being married and traveling the world and the impacts and the um, implications of, of traveling the world. So check it out at tandemnomads.com slash 38, episode number 38. And thank you to Lucy, if you're listening, for having shared all this great information that I believe is very important to know. So that episode has helped an expat partners get the settlement she needed and the information she needed to be able to have the best um, possible procedure with a divorce and be able to to make the choices she wanted for her life. So that was very moving for me, I have to say. Then I had another story of um, Isabel, if you're listening, uh, an amazing lady who I met through the podcast and who has, thanks to the podcast, realized that she has been focusing all her life and building her family. And now that her kids were growing up and becoming an empty nester, it was time to focus on herself. So she decided to invest in herself and get a training. And for two years, she learned, she took a, a, a training on how to become a teacher. So she became a um, French teacher, teaching uh, French to adults and corporates. So that was really um an amazing first um, result of the podcast where inspiration has got someone to take action. And, a, and one of the first actions to take is indeed to invest in yourself and your knowledge. And I think that's really beautiful. I'm very proud of you, Isabel, if you're listening. And uh, another example of, of somebody who got a real result is Maria, Maria, who I met in New York and who today has an amazing business called 3C in Austria, Vienna. And she has um, built an amazing business that designed to entertain and teach Spanish to the kids of um, the Hispanic community in Austria. And now she will be expanding the concept to make it more portable. But um, it's just amazing how she has gone from looking for her way, trying different jobs to realizing that this is entrepreneurship was the way for her to go. And I'm very grateful for you, Maria, for sharing so many times how the inspiration of these amazing guests in Time Nomads has led you to start your business. So the reason I'm sharing with you here is because if you're starting a business, I think that's one of the first thing you need to define is what transformation are you providing to people that you're trying to serve? So uh, very important to think of that. What results are you providing? And in order to get results, I know that some of the first things I had to do was to get out of my comfort zone. And um, that was not easy. The first time I pressed on the button publish, it was really not easy to do it. So um, I think at some point we just have to take that risk and just do it. And the second thing, it is do it first and perfect later. So that's the other thing. I have to say that the podcast has evolved so much in two years. And if I listen to my first episode, I'm so ashamed. I'm so sh I can't believe that I it's just a disaster. And I even thought about deleting it, but I did not because I think it's great to just keep a trace of how we evolved along the years. But uh, just do it. Do what you can. Start with simple things and perfect along the way and get to learn. I think that's the way to start having your first transformation and be clear about what you're offering.
So just start and then improve. And finally, I think it's super, super important, whatever you do in your life and your business, to be focused on giving value to people. If you really focus on giving values, it will always always come back to you. So um, I think these are some of the simple things I really think that has helped me just start having some first results on top of having a clear message and idea of how I wanted to help people and what kind of transformation I wanted to provide to them. So this inspiration of this amazing guests and insights that they've been sharing. So that's the first highlight, the first transformations and messages I got from people who the podcast have impacted. And then the second big highlight, which is not a moment uh, in time, but along these two years, um, the first thing is, uh, I cannot tell you how, it makes me very emotional just thinking about it, but uh, I thought that I would not cry again, but I do. Um, first of all, I want to send a big thank you to all the amazing guests um, that came on Tandem Nomads podcast show. I cannot name them all because there's over 80 um, soon reaching 90 episodes, uh, 90 guests. So amazing stories. So really, if you haven't heard those stories, tune in. And I really want to show all my gratefulness to each of you out there who've been sharing your stories and your amazing stories and insights and accepting to just uh, give us an, a peek into your life and your business. So this is really a treasure. And I hope that you all enjoy these stories as much as I did. And what gets me emotional also um, is to, oh God, <laughs> is to, um, to realize how I discovered, I did, oh my God, it's happening again. Um, to discover um, so many amazing people around the world through Tandem Nomads and, and amazing relationships. And I found a second family through Tandem Nomads. And I think, um, yeah, uh, I just want to, I cannot name everybody here, but I've been surrounded with so many people who were there to support me, who, who I did not know. You know, Some of the people through Tandem Nomads have been more supportive than anybody else who I've been knowing for many years, although I had amazing support from my friends, my family, my husband. But just knowing that some strangers out there who are believing what you do and being the best cheerleaders is meaning so much to me. So I really want to... I dedicate this episode to all of you out there who have been in my life and my journey since I started Tandem Nomads. And I think you'll recognize yourself. And yeah, so it makes me very emotional, but uh, it's one of the big, big win of these two years. And um, I think I'm very grateful and fortunate for that. So what has made that possible? I really think that First of all, to be very pragmatic <laughs> and leave the emotions on the side. I think it is important for you to build a tribe and build a community around the business you're trying to build. So in order to start, look at your industry and look at where are the places where the professionals of your industries are. In my case, it was families into global transitions. And I have to say that that has become my second family. So if you don't know FIGT, uh, check it out. It's FIGT.org. And it's uh, an amazing uh, virtual uh, network of, of global nomads who and professionals who work around the topics of transition and global nomadic life. And every year we have a big conference and each time is in a different place. This year in 2017, it's going to be in The Hague. So check it out and come join us, FIGT.org. So that was um, 
for me, an amazing start to start building a community and getting to know more about this industry and, and what has already been done and what has worked, what has not worked. Because that was important for me to know um, what can I bring that's different from what already exists. Um, so one thing led to another amazing relationship has started. And I think in order to build those relationships, it is very important to be authentic, to be at service of people, not always only think about your interests and how can you benefit, but rather be there to participate to the general overall outcome of this organ these organizations. And be also a cheerleader and celebrate other people's stories and celebrate other people's wins and, and be there to help them and support them. I think that's really important. Um, but the other thing I had to learn, and I don't know if you would be in my case, is to accept help. <laughs> I've been all my life very independent since the age of 16. I started living by myself and I never really reached out to people or, or, or got so much support. And it was a bit, um, it took me some efforts to just accept to be helped. And, and uh, whenever people were like, oh, I can connect you, I can do this for you, um, just embrace it and accept it and and uh, and don't be worried if 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 you can't give back because at the end of the day it's not about giving back it is about um the the i don't know if we call it kismet but if if somebody gives to you just focus on giving in general to everybody else and it's just a circle the virtual circle i think of of um this community building it's all about supporting each other without waiting for um for return so if you give don't expect anything in return and vice versa accept help without feeling the pressure to always give back and i think that's the secret of a beautiful community is when the interactions are just genuine and and uh, out there so focus on building your community also around your business so find a community and build your own tribe and that's another thing that i think has been amazing through tandem nomads was to be able to to grow a community and have you all part of it so if you're not on tandem nomads facebook group join us it's an amazing group with uh just i just just love you all there really um i'm so so proud of all of you you've been so genuine and just listening to your stories and your interactions, it's amazing. So build your community around your business. That's really important. And to do that, just start by having a clear message on what you're offering. What are you, what is your true values and, and uh, build your community around that a clarity of your message and, um, and your values. So the, the third highlight um, of Tandem Nomads is the fact that, I started having my first clients a little bit earlier than actually I was expecting. Um, and I was not really knowing exactly how I would monetize my time in nomads because originally I started doing this on the side of my business because I just wanted to share the stories and be able to have a platform to share my story and my struggles and what I've been through, but also share it with other people who have been through the same thing. So Slowly and slowly, I had a better idea of how to help expat partners through the podcast, but I did not proactively immediately um, pursue for clients. So the fact, but at the same time, like I said, Tano Nomads, the podcast was a great way to do some market research. And this is what I've learned through um, this sort of market research. And as I started having some first people reaching out to help them build their portable business. So basically... I think it's very important to do that market research for you and be able to answer three questions um, in order to know if you can monetize your business. Um, 
I think the first question you have to answer is what problem do you solve through your business? What are the pain points that you're solving and what kind of transformation you are promising to people, the transformation I was telling you about before. The second question is who needs it? Be very clear about your niche. Be very clear about your target market and don't try to target broad. Be very specific and focus on a very small niche. If you focus on a small niche, you will be able to grow. So don't be afraid if you won't have too many clients because the growth it will be organic if you have succeeded to sell in a small group um, then you have more chances to be able to target than more people later so second focus on a niche and figure out who needs it third question is who is ready to pay for it and that was the highlight for me is to realize who is ready to pay for it and if anybody was ready in the expat partner circles to pay to get support to build a portable business. So um, I hope that this um, three questions, you'll be able to sit down and think about it for your business, figure out if there is actually a market for your business and if people are willing to, to pay for it. Another three points uh, or three or four point I want to share with you in order to have your first client. So as I always insist, have a clear message. Clarity is super important. Know how to define exactly what you're providing. That's super important. So in one sentence, for instance, Tandem Nomads is about helping expert partners turn their career challenges into a successful portable business. So everything I do is about defining that niche in that sentence and what do I provide, which is consulting and coaching around how to build a portable business. Then consistency. This show has been out there for two years, every single week on Tuesdays. Consistency is super, super important. So choose the best um, medium for you and stick to it for a while. If you have to adjust and adjust, but then stick again, because uh, you want people to remember you. And if you want them to remember you, you have to be consistent out there with your messaging and with your frequency. Finally, um, don't focus too much on, um, on having so many people following you and, and being viral, et cetera. I think that's something that we all focus on, trying to get this virality-focused uh, kind of business. I think it's more important to focus on quality rather than quantity. It's better to attract the right people than a lot of people who are not really needing what you have to sell. So really think about that. Don't get frustrated if you don't have a lot of following in your business and, and a big prospect but make sure that you're, uh, you're building a mailing list of people that you are having followers, but that those are high quality people who actually need what you, what you have to offer. So that, I think, was what helped me have my first clients come very naturally and spontaneously to me to ask for help. So when I started to have my business, then came the fourth big highlight of Tandem Nomads. And that was the, the most scary thing, I think, for me was when I decided, okay, now I know that the market, there's a need, that there's a, uh, people ready to pay for my services. So now what am I going to do? Because I had these two businesses, Blink and See, Tandem Nomads, and I was really struggling. How am I going to find the balance between these two? Um, and how am I going to brand myself? And how am I going to present myself when I have these two businesses um, who are very distinct? distinct and very different target audience, but although it was all around marketing at the end of the day, but still very different. Um, so the scariest thing for me was in the beginning of 2017, when I had this amazing prospect that I was uh, really trying to have for months. And he finally reached out to me and it was like my ideal client. It was this fashion brand that I wanted to work with. And I was so, um, so excited of working with them. And then 
at some point I did sit down and had to focus and focus on what I really wanted to achieve and what was that I wanted to make happen in 2017. And I realized that continuing vacancy was not something that was making me as excited as Tandem Nomads. So when this client reached out to me, I finally had to say no. So I finished with my other clients. And once I finished the other projects with the other clients, then I decided to not take any other clients. And the fact that I rejected, um, I did not reject it. I just said, I, I'm sorry, I cannot help. And and uh, I helped him find the right people to work for him, uh, for his his brand. But that was a big step for me to, to just say, um, say, I'm sorry, I cannot work with you on this project that I always wanted to have. So that was a big leap. And, and, um, and in order to do that, I think it's also for you important. And I think it has immediately, as soon as I decided to focus, uh, focus is follow one course until success. As you know, that's my acronym. I think it's very important if you have to have results to focus on what will bring your results. And I realized that running two businesses was not going to be possible for anymore. So, um, so that's very important. Focus and decide on what are your priorities. Sit down and think about your goals and des- define your goals, write that down, stick them on the wall, schedule them in your, on your calendar and take some risks. At some point it was a, it's entrepreneurship is about having the guts to take some risk. And that for me was one of the biggest risks I'd taken. And I know after that meeting, before that meeting, I was shaking. I was really, am I really going to do this? This is all I wanted for like two years. And it, and now that it's happening, I'm going to say no. Um, so the thing what has helped me say no was to know exactly what I wanted to achieve in 2017. So I hope that you can also sit down and have a clear idea of that and just eliminate the things that won't help you reach those goals and stick to those and focus on those that you think will help you reach your goals. So that was the fourth highlight. Um, you know, um, I remember, like I said, after that, I was so excited that I was texting all my good friends and telling them, I've done it. I have said no. <laughs> Anyhow, so that was a big highlight for me. Um, the other highlight in, in this year, 2017, was the big surprise of, um, and I'm sure for some of you who have been following, was to get the cover of um, first of all, the first cover that Ten Nomads did was uh, with Global Living magazine. That was just huge for me. And then the fact that a few months ago, um, it's a few weeks ago, actually, a week in September, no, a few months ago, in September 2017, um, I made the cover of Forbes magazine, the German edition of Forbes magazine uh, that's distributed in Austria, Switzerland, and Germany. And it was just an amazing, I could not, I just could not believe it. And it was huge for me, not because I was on the cover and I did a Facebook live with you, some of you there to share with you the fact that it was very important for me that we got this cover. And I say we, because it's not about me, although I was the one on the cover. I really think that the reason why it was a huge accomplishment was the fact that I always wanted the expat partners, dual career challenges, issues to be out there and not only in the expat circles. I wanted people to know what kind of sacrifices made globalization possible. And I really think that all these companies and governments would have not reached their goals across the world if there was not all these families behind it who did do those sacrifices to be able to make this happen. So I was really happy that this message went through. And um, and to, to go back to your situation, um, so 
this is this should be like a pure PR tip, but I, I will make an episode on PR, how to get exposure in media. But what happened here is really not a PR effort. I actually did not have any time to proactively do any PR for Tandem Nomads. And uh, although I was really happy the whole these during these two years, I was so lucky to be featured in a lot of blogs, podcasts, and magazines. So I'm really, really very grateful about that. And I think what made it possible despite the fact that I did not do any PR, was the fact that I really focused on clarity again, having clear clarity of what I wanted to achieve and what transformation I wanted to provide and have some results. The fact that there were results out there, that there were people talking about what it made um, things happen for them. I think that was the first thing that made it possible. So before even thinking about PR, focus just on your clarity and getting results to people and it will bring you word of mouth and it will bring you exposure. Be passionate. I think, you know, communicating your passion for what you're doing is contagious. So keep being passionate while being customer focused, obviously, um, being focused on, on bringing value with passion. So really important. <clears throat> and live to inspire. I think that has been something that I really just woke up every night and went to bed with. I really wanted just to inspire expert partners around the world to think that their career challenges are solvable and entrepreneurship is the way to go. So think about it for yourself and um, think about those relationships that you build with people. Focus on caring and focus on the results you provide and good things will happen, trust me. Um, (laughs) I know it from my experience here. It's just, I love it. I'm very fortunate. So, but I really believe that if you really stick to what you believe and just focus on getting results, you'll get them. The other highlights that was a surprise also in Tandem Nomads in this last year, 2017, is the number of speaking engagement that I got. I always wanted to speak, but I did not schedule it or plan it as a goal. Um, And speaking engagement is an amazing way to get exposure to think about it. Um, Think about what, um, what are the platforms where your audience is and where are the platforms where sharing your knowledge makes sense and and where you can bring value on the table. And um, I think I was really fortunate to have the chance to speak in first in FIGT. I also spoke in the World Bank, the IMF organizations and in DC. And now I'm, I cannot believe that um, just be, with the week that we're publishing this episode, I will be in Vienna speaking at the big conference for Forbes on diversity and women empowerment. So this is just amazing. And I'm very, very um, grateful for this opportunity that Forbes is giving me. So um, speaking is just an amazing way to, first of all, improve uh, your skills and and showcase your skills, uh, grow your network. But also, I remember at the beginning, I did not have any opportunities to speak and everything. So I created my own Tandem Nomads uh, conferences in New York and South Korea. So I think also, if you don't find opportunities, just create your opportunities and do your own events. And for me, events has been even more powerful than speaking other people's events because you get access to their mailing emails and you can create relationships directly with them. And I have been able to grow my own um, email contacts list through my events and keep relationship with these people and get clients out of it. So think about that. First of all, what are the platforms you can speak and you can share your knowledge that makes sense to what your, your business. And if you don't have those opportunities, or even if you do, then think about uh, how relevant it would be for you to start your own events and create your own community with your events around the, 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 the value proposition that you have through your business. 
So think, um, and find one of the other highlights uh, that for me was huge um, a year ago, exactly a year ago, um, I have realized that I needed to start delegate because there was just so much work. The production of the podcast is so much work and, and then the speaking and then the clients and then my own marketing and the group and social media. It was just so much to handle. So very soon, early on, I started delegating using the help of virtual assistants and it was not working so well for me. And because I was not very happy, the virtual assistants would not get the real culture behind Tandem Nomads. So I realized that I needed to hire somebody from within. And so I really looked through uh, the audience and the people who are the most engaged with Tandem Nomads and started looking at their background. And I did a bit of Facebook stalking, I have to be honest. <laughs> and then I found someone who really, as soon as, um, well, actually I found her, but she, she this person just, um, I got caught my attention as she participated to the voice party for the 50th anniversary, uh, 50th episode of Tandem Nomads. So I digged even deeper and then realized that this person, I think she's the right one. And since I do not regret it. So I reached out to Lillian Small and you will definitely hear about her soon. Um, Lillian joined the Tandem Nomads team and has helped been helping me with, uh, with uh, my website and my social media and helping me, um, you know, plan with the SEO, the search engine optimization of the website and things like that. So um, it was really um, important for me to, what I did is to delegate. And I think that's something you really have to think about it, put the time and energy. It was not very easy at the beginning uh, to find the right v virtual assistant and, and, and um, find the right person to delegate what you need to do. But, uh, but the thing is that I think it's very important to spend the time in that. And once you have done it, then you will see it's really worth it. So some of the tips I would like to share with you about delegation is for me, it's very important that, um, that this person feels part of Tandem Nomads and is embracing the culture. And this is why I reach out to an expert partner. And I think um, it's really important for me, for instance, Lillian is not just a virtual assistant. She is a virtual assistant, but for me, she's a member of Tandem Nomads team. And that's very important for me that when we work with other people that we are embracing the same values and we know what we're carrying through our work and why we're doing what we're doing every day. So that was the first thing. Um, second, I think what has helped was immediately to build the system, a, a very clear system and methodology so that we don't need to communicate back and forth every day what do I do, where I find this document, how, so build a system. For instance, I have like, I use a Dropbox and we have like a very clear systematic way to work and, and, and archive every document, et cetera. So be, th sit down, think about how your work process works and how can you divide it into an automated, automatic system that everybody knows exactly what to do and when to do it. The other thing that has helped me, I worked with Lillian, although she's in Aberdeen, Scotland, and I'm in New York City. Um, so uh, we have our office hours. So every Thursday in the morning for me, in the afternoon for her, we have one hour where we just go through the next week's plans and next month's plans. So uh, we don't communicate otherwise, but that time we just communicate very clearly on our goals. And then if there is something to, to discuss real briefly, usually we just have like a two, three sentence here and there per messenger or per email. But um, but that was very helpful to just have office hours and clear goals and what to do, who does what, and how we how we get it done. So yeah, also think about some online tools. I, I there's so many online tools out there to be able to work as a team. For example, Slack. Um, I use Zoom for communicating and and many out 
there's many tools out there for project management. So um, take benefit of that. Today is more easy than ever to work virtually with other people. My other team, my other tip for for delegating is about communication. Uh, very important to communicate very clearly and and share actually what you're doing. It's not because Lillian is working for me that. Um, that she doesn't have to know everything I'm doing on my side. I really want her to be part of this and this adventure and Tandem Nomads. So I'm sharing very regularly with her my plans and the big picture and why I'm doing this. And I think it's important for me to always also ask her what she's doing and, and what is uh, interesting for her, is she, what is um, her challenges in the work. And so keep communicating and make sure that um, on both sides, you can speak to each other very transparently. That's very important. So Delegate as soon as you can in order to grow because that is very important. And in order to delegate at some point, you have to take the risk to invest. So whenever you are thinking about delegating, think about how, how much money do I have to make in order to make this sustainable to be able to delegate. And whenever, whenever whatever try, time you're free when you delegate, think about what is focus that time on making the money. So that's very important too, generating revenue. And um, the final highlight I want to share with you is the fact that Tandem Nomads started startup platform just was launched a few months ago. So now something that I was planning much later down the road, which was surprised that happened much earlier, that I could build a Tandem Nomads startup platform where you have all the expert partners who are working in the tech aspects. And we have expert partners, but also global nomads in general who work in the startup world and need a virtual platform that can um, to connect with other startups. So this is what we're doing. And if you're interested, reach out to me. If you have a startup, we have a virtual meeting up every month where I mentor them and we also if we also exchange and for me it's very important that um, that there's a community there where the startups and founders can support each other with their own information so every month we meet and and we exchange on the journey of each other's startup so really really amazing I'm so excited about this and this platform is going to grow and move into more and more sophisticated system to be able to reach more and more people and support with more great resources. So I can't wait to develop that. So these were some of the amazing highlights I'm so grateful for um, in the story history of Tandem Nomads in the past two years. And all of this can sound really easy and, and that everything went well and everything was great, but no, no, things were not always beautiful and high in the heights. Um, so I really wanted to share with you some of the challenges and things that I'm not so happy about in that I've done or not done in the history of Tandem Nomads. Um, so the thing is, if you have a Barton business, um, you must already know that the path can never be a straight path. So there is a lot of ups and downs and there's a lot of challenges. So um, I'm going to start with some of the first things that actually bothered me. <laughs> but at the same time, I'll try to share with you what I've learned through it. So the first thing about my challenges is that some of the goals that I've 
uh, set for myself that I did not achieve. There's a few things that I did not achieve. The first thing is that I had as a goal for 2017 to launch my online uh, courses and my online programs in order to be able to provide um, to scale and to be able also to provide um, cheaper services because I knew that if I wanted to help more expat partners, I needed to find a way that it's not only one-on-one because one-on-one obviously demands more time than if I automate the system and at least have some online courses that are cheaper to um, to sell and that can be affordable for everybody who are starting, just starting with a business. Because I really want to focus my one-on-one time uh, bringing more insights and consulting like I used to do with the companies on how to grow the business, especially for those who already have a business but struggle making money. But also, um, yeah, so I did have that goal to create that the course, but I did not manage to do it. Um, and I wasn't very upset about this. But on the other hand, I realized um, because I already had the outline of the course and I already knew somehow how I wanted to do the course. But as the, my clientele grew and I started to work with more and more expert partners to help them build and grow their portable business on a one-on-one setting, I realized that I was, it was actually a blessing that I did not manage to do it because um, the course will now look so much more different now that I had worked with so many expert partners and I know better how to help them and I know better what they need. And I realized that um, although that main outline was the, was the same that I used on one-on-one settings, I know that there's a lot of other tweaks to improve the system that I was thinking about. So that was a bad thing for a good thing. The other thing, goal that I did not reach that I was very disappointed about, um, I'm very grateful that through Tandem Nomads, um, there's a, I managed to build this community and got to meet all of you and, and we have all these conversations. So online, I did manage to build um, a community, but I have to say that I'm in the city of New York and I realize I'm a little bit isolated here in New York. I, I don't have much of an expat community and it's really a difficult city to build a community because there's so much offer out there. There's so many people out there. There's so many events and things to do that honestly, everybody just does what they want to do. There's not much need for gatherings and everything. So, but I still wanted to create a platform and a Tandem Nomads New York club sort of to be able to have regular meetings and create this community of expat partners who wanted to build a portable business. So I did not manage to do that. It was just not possible. I mean, um, and I think that's one thing that I want to share with you about goal setting. At some point, it is very important to sit down and evaluate your goals. And, um, and also, it's much better to just sit down on a regular basis and evaluate your goals, what you continue, what you stop, than just go um, blindly through the year and then end up the year with just, you know, um, disappointment. So I think it's very important at some point to sit down and think about your priorities and how this will actually uh, help you to reach your bigger picture. And I realized that this was not a priority right now. I did want it. I do want it really badly to have this community, but I realized that, um, that that was not the immediate priority, that there were more um, immediate things that I should really do. Um, the other thing that I decided is that I still want to create a community in New York and, and, and be able to meet more physically with people. Um, but I realized that if I wanted to do that, I'm going to have to delegate. So I won't do it until I will find the right person who will help me do that in New York and who will take care of all the logistics of venues and speakers and, and, and the program of this club. So the third goal, the third thing that 
I'm actually really upset about, and I really am not happy about the way I dealt with it, um, is the way, you know, I always preach and, and, and tell all my clients the importance of focusing on your mailing list and being consistent. So with the podcast show, I, I was really consistent. But there's one area where I failed is with my newsletter. I was so busy that I did not... Uh, schedule properly the time for me to write to my people on a regular basis. So usually I do write every two weeks or so, but I think that I should do it more often on a weekly basis and on a regular basis. So sometimes I put it's on Wednesdays, sometimes it's on Thursdays. So I think that's something that I want to improve to be more consistent with my newsletter and to focus on my mailing list a bit more because I think that's the best way to control and have access to that relationship that you want to build with your your, with your community and uh, social media is fantastic it's um but it is not something sustainable in the long run i think the best way to do it is to um to focus on your newsletter and write your newsletter like you were focusing on one person and actually that's one thing that i am happy about despite the fact that i'm not happy with the fact i've managed my uh, my my newsletters frequency and, and mailing list I think that one thing that has been amazing was that most people have stayed. I have a very low level of unsubscription and, and I have a lot of level of engagement through the newsletter. People open it, people click on it. And most importantly, a lot of the readers respond to my newsletter and because they feel, and this is exactly my intention, that I am directing it directly to them. So even if you're writing a newsletter using an automated system, Make sure that when you write, sit down, close your eyes and picture each of these persons on your mailing list so that the, you know that you're addressing it to them and not to the mass. It's very important to have that Im intimate relationship with people. We are humans. We can't do it all. But I think the intention has to be there in order to create a, a strong relationship with your audience. And I think that's really important. At the end of the day, that's the focus, main focus of your business is building relationships and true relationships. Like I used to say to my clients when I was doing consulting and the motto of Blink and See was, share more than what you sell. And I think this is really important. So yeah, a little disappointment there, but I'm definitely willing to focus on it better next year. And um, yeah, so those were like my true challenges. And I have to tell you very transparently, it's not easy, honestly, to just admit it publicly. But um, I think um, I just I think we have this relationship with Tandem Nomads. We are in a very safe place. So I feel like I can be vulnerable and, and just tell you some of my weaknesses. And, and this has been one of them, my biggest disappointments with myself, I have to say, uh, that I haven't done a good job there. And I hope I'll do a better job. My other challenge um, that was really hard for me this year um, Actually, it was, before I talk about that, I think I want to be a bit more pragmatic. There's another challenge that I had that was really hard for me uh, was the transition between being a consultant to uh, having tandem nomads. When you're a consultant, you kind of used to be in the shadow. Um, you're not really on the forefront. And, and, um, and it was quite clear. I was a consultant in marketing and communication, and I had my own business called Lincoln C. It was kind of simple. Um, but as I evolved to Tandem Nomads, I just did not know how to call myself. I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, am I a coach? But I don't feel, I don't feel very, I don't have like a coaching training or anything. So I felt really bad of calling myself a coach. And I did not feel like it did illustrate what I was doing because what I do is a lot of coaching, mentoring, but I also do a lot of 
pure consulting. And sometimes I get involved with my clients in their business and I get my hands into the, their business. So um, for instance, Sometimes I don't have time one-on-one -on -one with my clients, but they're going to charge me for a certain number of time to go through their documents, restructure them and give them feedbacks and things like that. So it's not only one-on-one -on -one coaching, it's really working on their business with them to make it uh, successful. So this is why I was very confused and I, did, I don't know how many versions of my business cards I've been printing. It was like crazy. Um, so I've been from advisor, mentor, entrepreneur, um, and then I would just listen to what my clients are saying about me and they call me as their coach. So for now, I'm calling myself a business and marketing coach and it's kind of clear and straightforward. And then if people want to know how I work, then I bring it as an extra um, and as extra argument that I actually get my hands into their business at some point. It's not only about uh, coaching and I really want to make sure that people realize that I'm not a typical coach. I don't have the coaching training and et cetera. I help people find their own answers, but I also give my recommendations in terms of marketing strategies, et cetera. So yeah, so this is what I came up with. It was really challenging and it really sometimes frustrated me. I felt a bit strange, but now this is where I am and let's see if that evolves. I'm curious to see how I'm going to stabilize that. If it's, um, But for now, I'm pretty comfortable with marketing and business coach. So uh, the other challenge that I had, okay, so um, it's time and attention. Um, I spent so much time on this business and it was really difficult for me to, to, um, to find a life balance. Here we go. To just find a life balance. And uh, um, it's... You know, the first year of Tandem Nomads, I just worked so much. I worked night and days and on the weekends. And um, I have to say that um, I'm getting, again, very emotional. Um, I don't think this would have been possible without my husband, Michael. And I really want to dedicate this episode to him, uh, who has been amazing uh, so Michael, my, my love, I hope that you're listening here too. And I really want to dedicate this to you. You've been an amazing support to me. And um, yeah, so. <laughs> so yeah, so it's been a lot of tears and sweat, literally, into the business to make it work. So the first years was very difficult. And, and very soon I had to to find a way to free my time to be able to be able to be more available for my family and for my husband and uh, for my friends it was a very challenging year uh, the first one but also the second one in terms of grief uh, losing some loved ones and and um and having my my father's uh, getting some health issues and my husband and I were trying to have a baby. It's been quite challenging. And um, yeah, so I've been going through a lot of personal challenges while trying to make this happen. So I'm very grateful to all the support of my family and, and, and uh, my husband, like I said, who've been there for me and my friends who've been amazing cheerleaders. And I really wanna also dedicate this episode to all of you out there who've been there for me. So. I think it's very important to to build that balance, but it's also important at some point in your business to um, 
to push, you know. So there are times to push and there are times to balance. And I think in order to be able to push, it's very important to have that support system around you. And this is my message here. Um, if you want to succeed and grow a successful business, then, then absolutely work on that first. Build your support system, get your partner on board, have that conversation and know what are the expectations, build the system and a schedule that works for you. And also if you have kids, I've talked to so many expert partners in the show and this is what they all say. You know, you have to communicate with your children what mommy is doing or daddy and, and why is it important for them and how they have, they can support you. Also for your partner, instead of saying, please support me, try to be more pragmatic in how, what you want them to do to support you and make, help you free the time you need and the energy you need. So, um, so yeah, I think that's really important. Uh, you know, um, if you're really passionate about the business you're building, uh, you will see that it becomes part of your life. And there's no way, I think, to separate business and life. Absolutely no way. And for me, um, everything that happened in my life in the two years has transcribed into Tandem Nomads and vice versa. And I know that I've been very discreet about my life. And I think it, for me, it's very important to just keep my life private. But I promise to you today to... to to be a bit more uh, transparent and, and genuine with you. But yeah, it's been a difficult year. It's been a beautiful year, but there were some really difficult moments. And uh, and yeah, so I think here what I'm trying is like, just keep keep um, listening to your body, keep listening to, to, to your mind and try to find that balance, but also ask for help. Reach out for help and surround yourself with the right people and the positive people who will support you. And whenever you need a pause, just take it. Pause. But once you pause and decide to take a break, also at the same time, make a deadline, make a plan, decide how you're going to take over once you've rested. So that's what also what helped me. I did take some pauses. I did um, take some breaks when it was necessary to be there for my family, to be there for my friends. And um, and like I said, again, I was really um, very fortunate to have a husband who was there for me too, to support me in this. So um, yeah, so that's my biggest message here. I think you will all have to deal with those moments with ups and downs in your business and in your life. And, uh, and it's very important to just be very mindful about what you're experiencing and listen to what you, what works for you, but don't give up. Don't give up because it's difficult. Keep going and just find solutions to make it work in a way that you don't get overwhelmed. And uh, yeah, so that's my message here. My final message in terms of challenges. And I hope that um, it was okay for you to just spend so much time here with me and that you could um, learn a little bit from my experience and feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions. But before I say goodbye, I want to share with you a little bit of the next steps of Tandem Nomads. So um, because some of you asked me, what is the next step? So there's a lot of things. I'm still working some of the goals in details, but I really think that now we are ready uh, after two years to dig much deeper into how to build a portable business. And if you have a portable business, how to grow it and make it profitable. So we're going to have the format of the podcast is going to change a little bit. We're going to alternate stories um, of expert partners who have portable businesses and, and, and guests with experts, but also I will be more and more often alone like today with you on the episodes to share with you some of the deep dive into marketing strategies and how to build and grow a business. So I will share with you some of my expertise that I've been doing with companies for many years 
And I want to now be able to share with you all these tips in the podcast so that now you can be ready to just implement it and make it happen. The other thing is that there will be now some programs online. So I told you about the online courses. Uh, I'm more still having that goal out there. I'm just thinking how to make, make it happen, how to schedule it. So that's on, on the uh, pipeline. The startup platform also is just amazing. I'm so excited about it. So I'm working on how to make it work because it's becoming quite challenging as we grow. Uh, and we have so many different uh, time zones uh, from uh, Asia to, to South America. So it's kind of become more and more challenging. So I'm building a system that we can still continue these virtual meetups, uh, but also have more and more experts who come on the show and also investors and etc. to be able to share their insights with the startups of Tandem Nomads and it's called Tandem Nomads Next. If you're interested, make sure to reach out to me if you have a business that has anything to do with tech aspect. And yeah, so that's uh, some of the highlights. And also, if you are thinking of just starting your business, don't forget to download your freebie on tandemnomads.com. You can download the workbook that I pre prepared for you, the six steps that are very important to grow a successful portable business. So you can go there. And I want to thank you again for being there for two years, for all of you who've been there since the beginning. You cannot imagine how much it means to me. And I've been growing with you and thanks to you too. So many thanks to all of you. And I want to thank all of you who recently joined who are just starting. I hope you're going to enjoy this journey with us. And I look forward to connecting with you. Um, I'm really looking forward to this journey. All the, there's still a lot to do. Uh, we're only at the beginning. So I can't wait um, to have this adventure with you. What I would really love you to do, all of you here who've been listening to this episode, is to leave a comment. I really want to know what are the biggest highlights for you and the takeaways that you think will be useful to you. I hope that I shared with you some insights that would be useful to you, but I really want to know what came out of it. Um, if, um, if you need any precise question, precisions, feel free to ask your question. So in order to leave your comment, your takeaway or your question, go to tandemnomads.com slash 85 and leave your comment there. Or you can also do it on Facebook, the Facebook page or the Facebook group, Tandem Nomads. You just look for the Facebook group and you'll find us there. I'll be more than happy to see you there. But in any case, tandemnomads.com slash 85, leave a comment there. I really want to know what is your business and how, how is this inside? It's going to help you um, in your business. And if you have questions, please go ahead. Nomad Nation, this is just an amazing opportunity. Thank you for all of you again. And I look forward to our next journey. And stay tuned to turn your challenges into wonderful opportunities. <laughs>